Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, I want to welcome you to this Friday edition here on August 11th, 2023, here for morning prayer. Getting ready to get the last day of the work week for some of us uh, off to a good start. And uh, so those that are just joining us here for the first time, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is about. The word common prayer comes from the Book of Common Prayer. That's the prayer book for the uh, English Christian tradition out of the Church of England, the Anglican Communion throughout the world. And one of the practices that is in this Book of Common Prayer uh, is called the Daily Office. And this is a, a practice of... Uh, morning prayer and evening prayer. It's a it's a set liturgy, a set series of prayers and responses and readings uh, that uh, you would do every day, once in the morning, once in the evening, and it's uh, just a great way of keeping uh, a consistency in your um, prayer and devotion time, a a discipline in that time. Um, that was something I was having a lot of trouble with for a long time uh, as far as getting distracted or putting it to the side, doing something else, things like that. Um, and I started going back to my roots, you know, growing up uh, Anglican, I went back to my roots and rediscovered this practice of the daily office and I found it to be really helpful for me and I thought maybe it might help other people as well. So here we are. And if you'd like to follow along with the liturgy that I'll be going through, um, I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. You can uh, go to their website at anglicanchurch.net. That's anglicanchurch.net. Click on the Resources tab. Look for Book of Common Prayer. Uh, When you click on that, you'll see... uh, It'll come up with a screen that should have links to morning prayer, to evening prayer, uh, to the entire prayer book as they have it published, if you'd like. And uh, you can follow along that way. You can also go to dailyoffice2019.com and follow along that way on morning prayer. Or you can just uh, pray along with me as I go through the service. So whichever way you prefer, I am glad that you're taking some time here with me to spend time with the Lord. It's so important to um, just have that time just to get our our minds, our hearts, our spirits just in the right frame, in the right place, just to face the day. And, and the truth is, without God, we're lost. You know, he is the one that created us. He is the one that um, knows us better than we know ourselves. You know, the Bible talks about in Him we live and move and have our being. If we're to live the life that we are meant to live, we need to know the Creator who made this life and gave us this life. So that is why having time in prayer, having time in the Bible, um, is so important and. I hope this framework can really help you start to form that discipline, that habit in your life. 
So again, however you decide to participate, I hope this is a blessing for you. So let's start with uh, a moment of silence just to prepare our hearts as we go into worship. So again, this is, pardon me, morning prayer for Friday, August 11th, 2023. This is the Friday after the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. And as we do with every service, we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite, and in this service the Venite begins and ends with a responsory with the leader saying one line and the congregation uh, saying a line back. 
And the response line is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 11th day of the month in this 30-day cycle begin with Psalm 56. Be merciful to me, O God, for my adversaries are treading me down. They are daily fighting and troubling me. My enemies go about hounding me daily, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Nevertheless, though I am sometimes afraid, yet I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and fear not. For what can flesh do to me? They daily distort my words. All that they imagine is to do me evil. They all gather together and lie in wait, and mark my steps while they seek after my life. Shall they escape despite their wickedness? O God, in your displeasure cast them down. You record my lamentation. Put my tears in your into your bottle. Are not these things noted in your book? Whenever I call upon you, then shall my enemies be put to flight. This I know, for God is on my side. In God whose word I praise. In the Lord whose word I praise. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid, for what can mortals do to me? Unto you, O God, will I pay my vows. Unto you will I give thanks. For you have delivered my soul from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Going on to Psalm 57. <clears throat> be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. 
and under the shadow of your wings shall be my refuge, until this tribulation has passed. I will call unto the Most High God, even unto the God who shall fulfill his purpose for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He shall confound those who trample on me. God shall send forth his mercy and truth. My soul is among lions that devour the people. Their teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Exalt yourself, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They have laid a net for my feet, and brought down my soul. They dug a pit before me, but have fallen into the midst of it themselves. My heart is firmly fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lute and harp. I myself will awaken the dawn. I will give thanks unto you, O Lord, among the peoples. And I will sing praises unto you among the nations. For the greatness of your mercy reaches unto the heavens, and your truth unto the clouds. Exalt yourself, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. And then going on to Psalm 58. Do you indeed decree righteousness, O you rulers? And do you judge uprightly, O children of men? No, you devise evil in your heart, and on the earth your hands deal out violence. The ungodly err even from their mother's womb. As soon as they are born, they go astray and speak lies. They are ven as venomous as the poison of a serpent, even like the deaf adder that stops its ears, which refuses to hear the voice of the charmer, no matter how skillful his charming. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouths. Smite the jawbones of the ungodly. Let them fall away like water that runs off. Let them wither like the grass that is trodden underfoot. Let them melt away like a snail, and be like a stillborn child that does not see the sun. Before they bear fruit, let them be cut off like a briar. Let them be like thorns and weeds that are swept away. The righteous shall rejoice when they see the vengeance. They shall wash their feet in the blood of the ungodly. So that people shall say, Truly there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from the first book of Samuel, beginning with the 30th chapter, the first verse. Now, when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had made a raid against the Negeb and against Ziklag. They had overcome Ziklag and burned it with fire, and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great, 
They killed no one, but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire, and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. David's two wives also had been taken captive, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the wife of Nabal of Carmel. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue after this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake, and shall surely rescue. So David set out, and the six hundred men who were with him, and they came to the brook Besor, where those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men. Two hundred stayed behind, who were too exhausted to cross the brook Besor. They found an Egyptian in the open country and brought him to David. And they gave him bread, and he ate. They gave him water to drink, and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit revived, for he had not eaten bread or drunk water for three days and three nights. And David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? He said, I am a young man of Egypt servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because I fell sick three days ago. We had made a raid against the Negeb of the Cherethites, and against that which belongs to Judah, and against the Negeb of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Will you take me down to this band? And he said, Swear to me by God that you will not kill me or deliver me into the hands of my master and I will take you down to this band. And when he had taken him down, behold, they were spread abroad over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. And David struck them down from twilight until the evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped except four hundred young men who mounted camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David brought back all. David also captured all the flocks and herds, and the people drove the livestock before him and said, This is David's spoil. Then David came to the two hundred men who had been too exhausted to follow David, and who had been left at the brook Besor. And they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near to the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless fellows among the men who had gone with David said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, 
except that each man may lead away his wife and children and depart. But David said, You shall not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us. He has preserved us and given into our hand the band that came against us. Who would listen to you in this matter? For as his share is who goes down into the battle, so shall his share be who stays by the baggage. They shall share alike. And he made it a statute and rule for Israel from that day forward to this day. When David came to Ziklag, he sent part of the spoil to his friends, the elders of Judah, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. It was for those in Bethel, in Ramoth of the Negeb, in Jatir, in Aroer, in Sifmoth, in Eshtemoah, in Rechal, in the cities of the Jeremelites, in the cities of the Kenites, in Hormah, in Bor-Ashan, in Athach, in Hebron, for all the places where David and his men had roamed. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Tadeum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, beginning with the 11th chapter in the first verse. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. 
God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too at the present time there is a remnant, chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. So what then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened, as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see, and ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see, and bend their backs forever. So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make Israel jealous. Now, if their trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Now, I am speaking to you Gentiles. Inasmuch then, as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, so is the whole lump, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, although a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among the others, and now share in the nourishing root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, remember, it is not you who support the root, but the root that supports you. Then you will say, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. Note then the kindness and the severity of God. Severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree. 
Lest you be wise in your own sight, I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient, in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience, that he may have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments, and how inscrutable his ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him, and through him, and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the words of the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. 
he descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, it is only by your grace that your faithful people offer you true and laudable service. Grant that we may run without stumbling to obtain your heavenly promises. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. 
invite you at this time to feel free to pause this podcast, uh, spend some time with the Lord yourself in intercession, in petition for yourself or on behalf of others, and we'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. So now that we've brought our intercessions before the Lord, let us thank him for his blessings as we pray the words of the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions, as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Well, that wraps everything up for morning prayer today. hope this was a, a time of blessing for you, a time of edification of nourishment spiritually if it has been um whether you're just joining us here like you know this is something i noticed i I always want to start saying us like i have some production team behind me i i really don't get it i i don't know why i do it i i wish i did um but it is literally me and a laptop and a microphone (laughs) so if you're just joining me for the first time, or if you've been with me here listening to this for a while, um, either way, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have uh, thoughts on the podcast, if you have ideas or uh, you know, just prayer requests, even encouragements, constructive criticisms, <laughs> um, by all means, I'd love to hear from you. Um, <clears throat> the easiest way right now is to reach out by email. Uh, I have an email address set up of common prayer 
gmail.com. Um, you can also reach me on Twitter at commonprayer419. Um, those would be the um, best ways at this point to reach out. Uh, obviously, if this is something that is uh, benefiting you, uh, definitely make sure that you subscribe. Um, I think there's an opportunity to give ratings on, on these on these podcasts, so uh, if you give it a good rating, I think that kind of helps get the word out about it. Uh, of course, if you know people that could be uh, benefited by... Um, trying out the daily office here um pass the word along to them um send them the link send them you know i know you can listen on google podcasts apple podcasts spotify um uh these are podcast addicts uh um pretty much just about anywhere you can listen to podcast amazon amazon i think you can find it there anywhere you listen to podcasts um definitely pass the word along and uh and yeah, I'd love to see um, more people um, get to participate in this, um, maybe start forming some community, uh, especially if you live here in the Northwest Ohio area. There's not a lot of um, Anglican fellowship in this part of the state, and I'd love to um, see about getting some of that going uh, around here, just because uh, I know I'm not the only ex-Anglican, former Anglican that's living in this area or even just someone who's curious to know more about this style of worship. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely reach out by all means. And, um, but enough, uh, babbling on my part. Uh, we'll let you get to your day now that we've had some time with the Lord together. Be sure to join us here. See, I did it again. Be sure to join me here at 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. Um, broadcasting Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer, 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. Uh, definitely don't want to miss those. So, in the meantime, this has been Common Prayer. Again, my name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray that God richly blesses you this day, and I will see you next time.